like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. My guest today for Song of the Soul is Chuck Suki a man who balances a life stretched between two callings, one as a singer-songwriter and the other as a farmer, tied to the land of the northern Great Plains, specifically North Dakota. Chuck's music often emerges from his connection to the place of his roots, but also can fly to romance, joy, and the freedom of spirit. Chuck Suki joins us by phone from Mandan, North Dakota. Chuck, I'm really excited, really, really excited to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Glad to be with you. I'm looking forward to our conversation. So I ran into you back at the Great River Folk Festival, maybe 15 or plus years ago. When you performed there, I became a devotee of your music. You're actually in Mandan, which is pretty near Bismarck, but how big is Bismarck? Well, we've had such a growth spurt the last few years. I really, I really don't know, but I'm guessing around seventy-five thousand. And Mandan used to be a fifteen-thousand community. I'm sure it's close to double that now. Does all that's happening with the oil production that's coming out of there is that affecting your farming? Oh yeah. Well, not so much the farming, it's just there are more people around. And so we are not as remote as we were more comfortable with. It's changed the neighborhood in that scale. There's some development, housing development, encroaching. So it is a change. Well, let's get started right away with your music. There's a long history you have. You, I think you've got seven recordings out there. Six of them are listed on the chucksuki.com website, but there's one from back in 1986 that I think isn't available, or I don't know where it is. So get us started with your music. Well, I think let's just go right to the heart of it. With Everybody always asks if you could keep one song or do the desert island thing. What one would it be? Which is very difficult. It's like Sophie's choice, but Dakota breezes will get us into the, the heart of the matter here. Dawn comes on, a pastel scene. The sun's arising just over the hill Field and plow Way 
it for me A west Dakota breeze brings in a chill Hands are cold And so's the wheel The tractor's old And so's the field In the promise of This chilly morn A west Dakota breeze is somewhere born Midday sun Burning me Feeling just a little weary Redtail hawk wants to play with me on the west Dakota breeze that cools my brow. Looking back, plows black wake where seagulls come. And claim their take As this old trawl Plows a prairie sea A west Dakota breeze Blows over me Someday I'll die 
with trees and grass on some hill I lie. It will come to pass. It pleases me. Let this body be where a west Dakota breeze blows over me. A west Dakota breeze blows over me. Sweet song of connection with the land. Dakota Breezes by Chuck Suki. His website, chucksuki.com. Suki is, in English, we'd say Suchi, maybe, but I think that's a Czech name, isn't it, Chuck? Yes. Did you grow up, by the way, as Chuck, or were you a Charles? I was a Charles till I went to junior high in the ninth grade, went to town. You said this is kind of the nub. This is kind of the central thing, you know, on a desert island. You got one song with you. There it is. What's so significant about this? What does it capture that's so much Chuck Suki? Well, what I hope it captures and what it does for me, it, it evokes a lot of the, well, it's just the music that it came forth as a result of a lot of alone time out on this farm. The monotony of going back and forth across the the field and drone of the engine and from the cool of the morning through the heat of the day to the cool of the evening it just embodies for me anyway and i hope it communicates that as well all those sensations and emotions that were just brought forth by that monastic experience to me that is true art it embodies that. It's it, it, There's no contrivance in there. There might be over-romanticizing, <laughs> but I, I was letting the song speak its own truth of that experience on the earth. So do you actually write while combining? You know, you're out there with a tractor. Or you're, you're not supposed to text while you drive. Well, do, <laughs> do, you, do you write well, while, you, while you drive there in the field? Oh yes, that's my main time. Although I don't, we don't do a lot of grain farming any anymore. We put almost the whole the whole farm is in permanent vegetative cover, grass and alfalfa. But we do still make hay, so it's there is some alone time on the machine, and there's just something about the movement and monotony that yeah, it fosters this creative time for me. You mentioned it's kind of almost a monastic thing. I am I'm, I'm kind of thinking that when you were in your teens there's so much adrenaline flowing and hormones flowing. It probably didn't necessarily appeal to you in that same way. When do you have the sense that it really became monastic formation for you? Oh, not until my probably late 30s. And there still is a struggle with that within me. I still feel the longing to hit the road or go off to seek my fame and fortune. And yet I'm also now, as as an adult, 
realizing the opportunity that this place affords of quiet and the time to be alone. What did you grow up religiously, spiritually, to even know what monasticism is or to have some comparison? You probably have some religious reference to that. Well, my mom was a devout Catholic and my dad was an agnostic (laughs) bohemian. which uh, was a rather intriguing mix. So that was my background. And I've also saw the, well, my father's sort of dilemma of having, I think, belief, but no way of conventionally expressing that. You describe that as kind of a dilemma. It's evidently a dilemma you've transcended. Well, I'm on the journey. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't saying that you're the Buddha or anything. (laughs) Okay, all right. I am on the journey. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It's very rewarding for me to release some of those knots that I felt watching the struggle between my parents at times. So let's go on to some more of your music. There's a lot of things I want to talk to you about, but I think the music will bring it out in a way that words don't do amply. So how do we continue on your way? You know, maybe we should lighten up a little bit here. And uh, how about Oh Darling? Okay. And this is from my most recent recording. Unraveling Heart is the recording Oh Darlings, the song by Chuck Suki. The moon's on the Sweet love 
so right Could this be the night Oh darling Oh darling Oh darling those of you who are listening out there in radio land got up and danced to that one <laughs> i have a sense that you made that chuck in order to enable some people to dance to your music i mean you've got other dance tunes for sure but what inspired that one that's not what i identify as a west dakota rhythm right i really don't know mark that's why it's so intriguing to me because it was kind of a one of those gifts and i just found myself hearing these harmonic voices actually repeating that oh darling oh darling mantra over and over again and then i just tried to put it together with the idea of an outdoor dance perhaps in the cool evening air and some lights and smell of maybe food cooking and but one of the most striking lines in that song for me is the line let's see if i can bring it up here uh the stars glisten soft, distant lovers run off. And I was working on this song, and it, it, I'm, like I said before, I'm a slow guy. I really cook on these things in a slow cooker for a long time, and, and the farm work affords me that ability or privilege. And so I was working on this song, and I just had it going over and over in my head, and I'd gotten out of the tractor cab to open the gate, and I looked up and the stars were just crystal clear through the cottonwood trees. Then it just fell in. Stars glistened soft, distant lovers run off. The hair went up on the back of my neck and I was grateful. Before we were on the air, Chuck, we were talking a little bit about my international folk dance. And you said your wife has a particular passion or interest right now in salsa music. And I, I don't know exactly which rhythm to call it that you're using in Oh Darling, but I'm seeing a connection between salsa and the rhythm you were using in Oh Darling. Is your wife playing salsa music around the house these days and influencing you? Not really. And that was another thing. Uh, I, I just was reaching for new territory. And we have some friends who hosted uh, international exchange students for several years. And in particular, they had, uh, I think, two or three students staying with them from South America. And I, I have no idea where Linda came up with this connection with the Latin rhythms, but it gets her going. <laughs> <laughs> and so these, uh, these students were, when we'd get together, we would have them sort of try to teach us the hip movements, <laughs> which uh, resulted in a lot of wry smiles on their faces, like, oh, brother. <laughs> oh, brother instead of darling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if it's something you have to be born with. Probably not. But um, we've got a long way to go here. Let me put that. And when I think of North Dakota, I do not think of hips moving. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a whole different deal. I assume you dance with her. You don't make her do this alone, do you? 
Well, I'm, the Latin stuff, I'm I'm a little reticent on. So, but uh, <laughs> we do some other dancing. More music. Let's keep going, Chuck. What's next? Let's try Kenny Rainbow. Is a is a song that has it's just become a concert favorite and has real special meaning and it's just a story that keeps building on itself. In my daddy's old truck, a Dodge G55, I was 15 years old, just coming alive. He stood on the shoulder, too proud to ask. I threw her in neutral and slipped off the gas. I slowed to a roll on that gravelly grade. He climbed in the cab, I know I contact made. Six miles in silence, his head held up high. To my questions unasked, I heard his reply. I'm Rainbow Kenny Rainbow, I'm a singer, you know. On the highway to heaven, the journey is slow. Till I come to my drum at the big powwow show. I'm Rainbow Kenny Rainbow, I'm a singer, you know. His voice held conviction from deep within inside, deeper than ego, far beyond pride. Thirty years later, it came to me clear he was the keeper of culture stories to hear My head in its youth passed over his words My heart held the truth of all that it heard We came to his corner I know I was blessed as he called from the gravel and into my past I'm Rainbow Kenny Rainbow I'm a singer the highway to heaven, the journey is slow. Till I come to my drum at the big powwow show. I'm Rainbow Kenny Rainbow, I'm a singer, you know. stage lights and clear prairie stars and holy old churches smoke holy bars I'm merry I bury my neighbors with song I know I'm a singer where I belong like a rainbow kidney rainbow I'm a singer you know on the highway to heaven the journey is slow till I come to my drum at the big powwow show. I'm Rainbow Kenny Rainbow, I'm a singer, you know. I'm Rainbow Kenny Rainbow, I'm a singer, you know. On the highway to heaven, the journey is slow till I come to my drum at the big powwow show. I'm Rainbow Kenny Rainbow, I'm a singer, you know. I'm a rainbow, Kenny Rainbow, I'm a singer, you know.
That was Kenny Rainbow by Chuck Suki. Chuck Suki's here today with us for Song of the Soul, which is a Northern Spirit Radio production. We're on the web at northernspiritradio.org. And on that site, you'll find almost 10 years of our programs for free listening and download. You'll find links to our guests. So if you have any trouble spelling Chuck Suki, chucksuki.com, you'll find that link on northernspiritradio.org. You'll also find more information about our guests, and you'll find comments. And we ask that you please add your own comment when you please visit. And in addition to that, there's a place to donate. You just click on support, and you can donate to Northern Spirit Radio to make this work possible. Even more so than that, I would ask that you support your local community radio station. Right now, broadcasts in the United States are getting more and more centralized in fewer and fewer hands. We get less and less diversity. Your community radio station provides you a slice of music and news that you get nowhere else. So start there, please, by supporting your local community radio station. Again, Chuck Suki is with us from near Mandan in North Dakota out there on the Great Northern Plains, and he's been called the voice of the Upper Great Plains. And I suppose that's quite a burden for you to carry, Chuck, to be the voice. We just listened to the song Kenny Rainbow, Native American singer, drummer, and so on. So did you really meet him like when you were 15? And what is the story? The story is true. And one of my first jobs of seemingly real importance on the farm was helping drive trucks of hard red spring wheat from the combines in the field to the elevator, grain elevator in town in Mandan. And on one of my first trips, and I was, I was probably not 15, but more like 14, and we were given special uh, farm permits to drive because the harvest was so important and young people could participate. So that is the one stretch there from reality. And the road that I was taking to the field was the, it was a gravel road. Now it's a state highway, 1806. But at that time it was the gravel road, which was the main road going to the Standing Rock Reservation about 40 miles south. And it was quite common to see people walking to the reservation or walking to town from the reservation feeling so important in driving that truck of grain. And on my way back out to where Dad was waiting in the field, this young guy was walking along, and as the song says, even though he didn't ask for a ride, I heard I heard and listened to that voice inside me that said, it's a hot, dusty day, give him a ride, or offer him a ride. And I did, and the story ensued. And he climbed in and stared straight ahead, And I became more uneasy the more silent he was, (laughs) though I don't think that was his intent. And I was trying to impress him with my double clutching and not grinding any gears. But he was not to be impressed with double clutching. And finally he spoke. And these I remember the hair going up on the back of my neck is staring straight ahead. He said, and I quote, yeah, yeah, I'm Rainbow, Kenny Rainbow. Yeah, I'm a singer, you know, and that was it. And it took some 30, 40 years for that to come into its revealing its true meaning that he was trying to tell me. And actually, I I shared that story with a friend of mine, Kevin Locke, who's a, I believe, Lakota hoop dancer and storyteller and travels the world 
telling of his culture. And I told this story to Kevin, and Kevin said, he says, well, Chuck, yeah, he says, these guys are like rock stars. And so then it became clear to me, he was trying to tell me that he was somebody. He wasn't just an Indian walking along the road, that we we're all somebody. Well, no wonder the double clutching didn't impress him. <laughs> I'm good, too. <laughs> <laughs> what's your connection or what's your perspective, whatever, on Native American spirituality? Well, let me just say, as we speak, I'm in an upstairs bedroom here, and I'm looking right down at my nightstand, and let's see, the third book from the top is Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. The reason it's there is because I can only read short bits at a time because it is so powerful in telling the story of mistreatment. But on a positive, more positive answer to your question is I think in just becoming, well, as Wes Jackson would say, becoming native to this place, as non-Indian as I might be, I really do feel I share deep, deep connections to the earth. For instance, just yesterday, I was out walking the dogs out in the pasture. And whenever I feel disjointed or like I'm coming apart, just to go out and walk the prairie hills for me starts putting things back into very proper perspective of peacefulness. And so walking the dogs yesterday, I just did something I try to do every once in a while. That was just lie down on the earth and look up at the sky and feel the earth breathing through me. And I don't know, maybe I'm over-romanticizing, but I sense that was not uncommon <laughs> for <laughs> my native kin. Yeah, real sense of place, real sense of connection to that spirit that is part of the here and now. Do you continue to practice religiously as Catholic or other? Right now, I help my wife, Linda, who is the music director at her Lutheran church. So I'll go and play. Beyond that, no, I don't have a traditional religious practice. Did you take your kids to church? Oh, sure, yeah. I was pretty actively involved, although it was, like I say, Linda's Lutheranism. So they got Lutheran from their mother instead of the Catholicism from their father. Yeah, I too felt, uh, oh, the Catholicism, I don't know. Maybe it was, if it was my dad's influence from his agnostic bohemian upbringing or what, I, I don't know. And just it didn't stick. Although I must say I've become somewhat smitten with the Benedictines and the Benedictine philosophy and practice of doing good work for good work's sake and viewing the workplace as a holy place and the tools of work as sacred utensils, I should say. And I've been doing quite a bit of reading on that. There's a strong Benedictine influence in Western North Dakota. Well, that's beautiful stuff to hear. We're on the journey, right? You and me both, Chuck. Yes. Yeah. You said, as I was talking to you earlier, that you don't do so much grain farming anymore. What is your farm like? What do you do? We have a small herd of beef cattle. Right now we've got 70 head. And we either graze or hay the fields. 
what we are aiming towards or trying to work towards is providing grass-fed organic beef, essentially harvesting the sunlight and the soil nutrients appropriately. And a lot of the land, I understand why mom and dad did break up some of this land, but it, it really should not have been broken. And, and my, even my dad in his later years had the same feeling. He was glad to see it be replanted to grass. We're learning. We're on that journey as well. But one of the saddest days for me is when our animals are shipped off to market. Our brood cows, when they retire, we try to slaughter them on the farm here. So it's just a quick, humane dispatching. And yet it just it upsets me. And, and yet bare soil being farmed and to the point of erosion and seeing chemicals dumped on the land, that upsets me too. <laughs> so, and that's part of the burden. I think I heard you mention to your listeners about the concentration of radio broadcasting. Well, the same thing's happening in, with our food supply. The burden is being concentrated on the shoulders of a few. And, and those who are sensitive enough to realize that there is this dilemma. And even in June Fields, the song where it says, Where the lark and the plover voice concern for their young, in sweet grass and clover forgiveness is sung. That line came out of that dilemma of, here I am out on this lovely hayfield, striking terror into the hearts of the mother meadowlark or pheasant or ground sparrow with this monstrous machine roaring down on them. And that's part of the price of taking food and nutrient from the land. Hopefully there is forgiveness. Yeah. What you're talking about is, by the way, Chuck, exactly what I hope to find when I do a Song of the Soul interview. It's not necessarily just a label like a Catholic or Lutheran or whatever, but it's what's the spirit of your life and your living. Thank you for sharing that so clearly. Let's talk about one of the places that you did share your music, which people might not have predicted. <laughs> You know, it, there might be some thought you might go over to England or one of those places. There are a number of folk singers who do a bit of a Europe tour. But you did a residency thing in Iceland that was captured in a video that people can find out there from Prairie Public. It was entitled, Sure Am Glad to Be Around. You went to Iceland. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It happened because of a volcano, I think in, I can't remember if it was 19, early 1900s, or maybe it was even in the 1800s, I'm not quite certain on the date. But anyway, there was a volcano eruption in Iceland that wiped out the grass on the complete one-fourth of the land. Was They just lost their whole sheep production capability. And so a lot of the sheep farmers there just packed up and got on boats and went to Newfoundland and then worked their way across Canada and ended up, some of them, in northeast North Dakota, where there is an Icelandic heritage community now that celebrates that connection. And so as part of their way of celebrating that connection, they have developed an artist exchange program where one year an artist from Iceland will come to North Dakota and share with students and communities the lifestyle and the art of their place. 
And then the next year, North Dakota, the Icelandic community sends one of our own here. And I was fortunate enough to be asked to serve in that way. And so I found myself at a school, I think it was about 60, 70 miles outside of Reykjavik, a rural school, 10 grades, 100 students. And I was there for a week doing songwriting workshops and classes and developing a program that we did at the end of the week for the community. And yes, it was wonderful. And folks, you can find a link to that video. I'll have it on my site so you can watch it. It's uh, less than a half an hour, but it's it's all about Chuck, including video from that travel. Give us some more music so we'll learn another facet of the life and times of Chuck Suki. Okay, let's do a Saturday night at the hall. And this one, by the way, you do along with Peter Ostrusko and some other folks? Tom Schaefer, real fine fiddler who now lives near the Twin Cities, is playing on there as well. So it's a live performance of Saturday Night at the Hall from Chuck Suki's Dancing Dakota recording. Here we go. Kick up your heels. This has a real easy chorus on it, if you know the words. Sing along. Where the highway runs down Just south of our town With the grass all around it Now it's home Built by the good Of an old brotherhood Stands the Bohemian home The scene of romance The neighborhood dance Spring, summer, winter Saturday night at the hall Saturday night Eat the prairie moonlight You could hear the accordion call Over and over I hear it again Saturday night at the hall
and go down to the basement for collages and bonds. And some lingered on till the beer was all gone, not wanting to part with the fun. And with kid tired heads and blankets for beds in the backs of our moms and dads' cars, we'd head home in the streams of foggy filled dreams as lovers would head for the stars. Saturday night, oh what a night, Saturday night at the hall. Thank you all. My pleasure. Saturday night at the hall. You referred in the song going to the Bohemian Hall. I guess that's part of your dad's heritage. Is there a lot around Mandan and Bismarck that people still really have a a strong sense of their heritage? Oh, I think so. We have a heavily, uh, it was probably mainly the two factions are the, if you want to call them that, even the Scandinavian influence and then the Germans from Russia and then the Bohemians were a smaller lot. Where I live was kind of a, well, a bohemian enclave or community. And the central part of that was, is, to this day, the Bohemian Lodge Hall, the fraternal hall, a dance hall. And that's just about a mile over the hill from where I am right now. And every Saturday night, or every weekend when I was growing up, there'd be a dance there for one reason or another, a wedding or anniversary, or sometimes just open dance. And now the hall is kind of, as the blood is thinned a bit, still is an active uh, fraternal lodge, but the hall is only used on rare occasions. One of those is what's become known as Suki Fest, which is... Just uh, an evening concert every August. We try to do it the Saturday closest to the full moon in August, although this year it's going to be August 1st when we're a few hours off of the full moon, but the other date didn't work out. But that was my first real experience with live music and with the idea of dance and community and seeing well, it, it afforded young people a chance to interact with other young people and see their parents in a different social setting and either behaving or misbehaving or all of that. But the music and the dance was the central part of the hall. And I suppose the Bohemians, it was probably their church in some sense. 
their community support, and they brought their music with them. And so the, the accordion was kind of the central instrument of the band. And that was actually that stage. My one-room school was just uh, about an eighth of a mile from the Bohemian Hall. And so our the annual school Christmas program was always held at the Bohemian Hall. And so my first stage <laughs> experience and performance was playing an accordion solo in the second grade on the stage at the Bohemian Hall. <laughs> Rather traumatic experience, by the way. I just <laughs> I remember peeking out through the you know they had the white sheets for stage curtains and hearing the murmurs and of the audience and just becoming more and more nervous and <laughs> and finally my moment came and uh, of course I froze up and made some mistakes and I remember falling into tears and then running off <laughs> into the audience and finding my mother's lap and <laughs> burying my face in it and at least I think it was my mother's lap but <laughs> but you see it wouldn't have mattered because that was the that was the community it was a safe place for that to happen well i wasn't uh, i wasn't the instrumentalist musician that you were but in sixth grade i volunteered for a kind of a talent show at my grade school to sing stars and stripes forever oh my i got up there and i'm standing in front of the people and all of a sudden boy did my voice get soft <laughs> <laughs> rights of initiation. Uh, <laughs> the other thing about the hall, to be very frank with you, it was, you know, when I said the chance to see parents misbehaving too. And, you know, there were times when my dad had too much of a good thing. And it wasn't always the most, I don't want to leave people thinking it was all joy and roses. And sometimes it was maybe not the happiest homeward journey. I understand all that now. But writing the song was part of a healing journey for me. And that's why I chose this song in keeping with the theme of your program. Thanks for pointing that out. Very few things in our lives, if we're attentive, don't have both an up and a downside to them. Mm -hmm. And it's part of the whole mix that makes us who we are. I want to let our listeners know that some of this program is going to be out on the web. We're not going to be able to fit it all into this 55-minute broadcast. So you will have to go out to the web to hear some of the choices bits that I've got to cut out. Just too much good time <laughs> visiting with Chuck. Chuck, I know you want to conclude with your song, Simply Fly. Tell me why. Because it leaves me with a... I think an open-endedness of possibility. And I hope it leaves others with that same sense. And the, again, and I, boy, I hope this doesn't come off as arrogant or privilegedness. But again, this really did come from an experience out in the field. There's a, a little knoll at the end of this particular field I'd always thought it would be an interesting place to maybe hang glide off of, to just sort of follow the slope of the knoll or the, the, the little hill and not fly too high, but to just float above the ground and follow the contour. And one day I was working there and the tractor, I was working, adjusting the machine and these 
red-tailed hawks, there was a breeze blowing against the little hill, so there was this uplift of air currents, and so they were kind of floating on these. And one of them started doing what I wanted to do. It was just coming down, would follow the contour, and then circle back up and come around again. And I don't know, it just, I was watching it do this several times and thinking, God, I'd love to do that. And then my mouth just started tumbling out consonants and vowels like a mouthful of marbles trying to sort through them. And it was simple, full, simple, full, simple, fly, simple, fly, simply fly. Then that stayed with me for a while and I, for a long time, and I just worked on it till it actually came out as the song. And we're going to conclude this Song of the Soul interview with Chuck Suki with his song, Simply Fly. I'd really like to sit and talk to you a lot longer, Chuck. I mean, we haven't talked about your college experience, which uh, you and I have talked about personally. I, there's so much I could ask you about what the simplify and simply fly means in your life. I think we've heard part of it, but it has deep echoes in my heart. So I, I could sit and talk to you, but already people are going to have to go out to the NorthernSpiritRadio.org website to hear the bonus excerpts of the parts that we couldn't edit into the 55-minute broadcast. So I'm going to restrain myself and hope that maybe another day we'll get the chance to talk and share some of your music with Song of the Soul. Again, Chuck, thanks so much for joining me today for Song of the Soul. Thank you. It's my pleasure and privilege and thank you for what you do. It is just so important that there be the source of interaction for people. And we conclude Chuck Suki's, and again, the website, chucksuki.com. Follow the link from northernspiritradio.org with his song, Simply Fly. And we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. I was out one August morning Wind was blue, green was corn I was to my work bent low Fences mending more to go Across my field of vision Flash of feather struck my view A red tail on the thermal rise Beckoned me with whistling cries Oh, how could one earth bound as I Know the joy of endless sky With steady stare in passing glide The hawk I swear to me replied Simplify, simplify You know no more less than I Simplify, simplify Spread your wings, simply fly
this life many ways We've only so many days When I find my world around I hear that feathered friend's reply Simplify, simplify Simplify, simplify Spread your wings, simply fly Simplify, simplify You know no more, less than I Simplify, simplify Spread your wings, simply fly. Spread your wings, simply fly. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy, let in the light, it will heal you. And you can feel you and sing out a song.